Coming up on today's message with Pastor John. God, I know you're a heart fixer. Uh, You've done it before. Can you do it again? God, I know you've been one to make a way out of no way. You've done it before. Can you do it again? God, I know you're a healer. You've done it before. Can you do it again? God, I know you've been a provider. You've done it before. Can you do it again? God, I know you've given me peace. You've done it before. Can you do it again? Amen. Let's get into the word. Uh, Today's message is going to come from Psalm 27. Uh, The 27th Psalm, I'm going to be reading the first through the ninth verse. Again, that is Psalm 27, verses 1 through 9. Uh, There are many translations of God's word. Uh, Today I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Let's see what it has to say for us today, amen? Hear ye the word of the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock, and now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Pray with me, please. O Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. We thank you for every good and perfect gift that comes from above. We thank you for the opportunity to gather once again in your name and study your word, Lord God. Lord God, allow this message to be a seed that is planted in good soil and produces a great harvest for your people. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, For the time that we get to spend together today, I'd like to talk a little bit about foxhole faith. Foxhole faith. Um, I had a Masonic brother that I used to talk to after meetings. And he told me one time when we were talking about a conversation he was having with somebody else. 
Uh, both of the people in the conversation were military veterans, and he told me a conversation he had with his other fellow military veteran was that I've never met an atheist in a foxhole. I've never met an atheist in a foxhole. That phrase stuck with me for what has to be 10, 13, somewhere between 10 and 13 years. Uh, the brother that was, he was convinced that uh, when the bullets started flying in battle, that everybody was going to call on God for help. Uh, people may pretend like they don't need God, but when their backs are against the wall, they call on somebody greater than themselves for help. Thus the phrase, I've never met an atheist in a foxhole. You see, the term foxhole refers to a small hole in the ground that soldiers would use for cover and protection during a battle. And they named it after the entrance to the small animal's house, the fox, right? A foxhole is a place of refuge, a sanctuary when there is chaos and danger. Uh, but this term is not just for war, right? Uh, we can want to hide to get a break from the pressures of day-to-day -day life. Trouble all around. It seems like nobody is acting right, and it's all coming down on me. And I just need a break. I just need a minute to breathe. Troubles and sorrows differ from day to day and person to person. But when we are seeking shelter, whether it be a bunker, a bomb shelter, safe harbor, a foxhole, anything that can keep us away from the danger for a little bit, it will do. Psalm 27 is for those who feel like they're in a foxhole right now, felt like they were in a foxhole in the past, or might find themselves looking for a foxhole in the future. Uh, there's a phrase that says, uh, we are always at three places in life. We're either coming out of a storm, we're in the middle of a storm, or we're going into a storm storm. Uh, life is full of changes and life is full of challenges. The only thing that is different is how we handle them. And so we see somebody struggling with these challenges and changes in Psalm 27. Uh, David is the presumptive author of this psalm. Um, people believe that David wrote this psalm. Some scholars do, some scholars don't. Uh, but he is clearly, whoever wrote this, clearly someone that values safety and does not like to be afraid. In verse 1 alone, he mentions fear twice. And that's perhaps why this passage of scripture reads like a foxhole monologue. The text has images of evildoers and adversaries and foes. It has enemies and armies and violence. And David longs for security, cover, and shelter in the day of trouble. His heart faints in fear and all of his courage has vanished. David is in a foxhole. 
his enemies attacking from all sides. And as I said in the phrase earlier, there are no atheists in foxholes. So David is doing what we need to do when we are surrounded by enemies and armies and foes. We need to call for some support. Uh, David is calling for air support, if you will, the Lord of the air, uh, the one he calls his light and his salvation. And just like a, a foxhole provides shelter for a soldier, our faith in God can be our shelter and our refuge in times of trouble. The psalmist reminds us that the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The faith that David has is casting out the fear. The faith that he has casts out the fear. Faith casts out fear. When we trust the Lord, we can find peace and security during any storm. We don't have to live in fear of our enemies because God is greater than any enemy we may face. Uh, verse 2 says, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. So when the enemies come against us, we can be in our foxhole and they will stumble and fall. Those things that they tried to do, the things that they tried to put on your names, the things that they tried to damage are no longer working. But it's not enough just to sit in the foxhole of faith and hope for the best. We must be proactive in seeking God. He said in verse 8 to seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, I seek. We have to be intentional about putting our faith into action. It's one thing to say that the Lord's going to work it out, but it's another to actually pray about it and fast about it and try to do some things on our own to make sure that we are in a proper position for when God makes the thing happen. We have to actively seek our faith. We can't just sit down on our hind parts and do nothing. We must seek the Lord's face and ask him to help us in our time of need. And when we do, he'll be our protection. That's why he said in verse 9, not to hide your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. He says, you've been my help and you don't cast me off. Forsake me not the God of my salvation. We can't just sit around and pretend like everything's going to be all right if we ignore the problems, if we ignore the enemy. Me. If we ignore those who are coming against us, we got to be able to do something about it. <laughs> you know, um, 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 some scholars uh, don't think that one person wrote the whole Psalm 27. Uh, they think that multiple people wrote it. Uh, the rationale for it is because the, the first half of, of, of the text um, talks about what God has done. And the second half talks about what they're asking for God. Verses uh, 1 through 6 uh, talk about what God has done. And 7 through 14, although we only read to 9, talk about God doing something in the future. Verses 1 through 6 are recalling 
and verses 7 through 14 are requesting something. And so those, there are scholars that spend a bunch of time uh, looking at language and, and, and text and Hebrew and Greek and looking at all those things. People who have spent way more time on this than I. And, and some of those people have decided that one person must have written the first half because it talks about what God does in the past. And somebody else must have written the second half because it asks God to do something in the future. I would say that those people must not have had children if they thought that way. I, I say anybody that does not understand how one can do both, the same person can do both, they just need to have a conversation with my daughter Elle. <laughs> because she has gotten this kind of theology down and she is not even in the sixth grade yet. Um, I'll pick up L from school and we'll pass the same corner store gas station leaving the school to go home. L will say, Dad, remember when you took us to the gas station to get some candy after school? Uh, can we do that again today, Dad? Uh, other times, she'll say, hey, Dad, Dad, remember when we had uh, a daddy-daughter day and you took me to the mall and you took me to get something to eat and we got to spend time together? Uh, uh, can we do that again? When's the next time we're going to have a daddy-daughter day? Daddy, do you remember how much fun we had playing Minecraft together on Xbox? Can we play it again? Elle has got it down packed. Whenever she wants to ask her parent to do something in the future, she reminds them of what they said or have done in the past. Elle reminds her father, me, what I've done in the past before she asks me to do something in the future. God, I know you're a heart fixer. Uh, you've done it before. Can you do it again? God, I know you've been one to make a way out of no way. You've done it before. Can you do it again? God, I know you're a healer. You've done it before. Can you do it again? God, I know you've been a provider. You've done it before. Can you do it again? God, I know you've given me peace. You've done it before. Can you do it again? I, I, I have some Bible for it. Uh, if you go to Isaiah 55 and 11, it says, So shall my word be that goes forth my, from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. Numbers 29 says that God is not a man. That 20, 23 and 19 says God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should seek cause to repent. Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not do it again? The Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. My son, forget not my laws, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. 
Bind them about thy neck, right? Write them upon the table of thy heart so you shall find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. If God's done it before, you call on him because you know that he'll do it again. So brothers and sisters, those who are listening to me online, uh, let us remember the times when God has helped us in the past. Remember God's faithfulness and trust in him. Seek God's face and ask him to help you in times of trouble now, just like he's done in the past. He's been there for you before and he will be there for you again. In the midst of the battles that we face in life, let us all have foxhole faith and be able to go to the Lord. Every time he had trouble, he went to the Lord. He inquired of the beauty of his temple. He hid in the tabernacle of God. In times of trouble, the Lord will give us a foxhole. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open, and we invite you to come. Pray with me, please. Oh, Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is great and greatly to be praised. We thank you for the word that went forth, for those who heard it, and those who may hear it later, that it be something that pricks their spirit if it need be, that they ask, what must I do to become saved? Lord God, let your holy word do its holy work in your holy people for your holy church in your holy kingdom. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Pastor Johnny Simpson Jr. on Facebook, at Pastor J. Simpson Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for watching, and God bless.